Blog Talk Radio. All right, and good morning. Happy Friday. Attorney Steve Honor coming to you live in Phoenix, Arizona. Beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. I tell you what, if you're not out here this time of year, you are missing out because the weather's perfect. It's a cool 72 degrees. Traffic is at a minimum. The birds are flying. It's a great place to be. Anyway, I digress. And we are talking today about Arizona Rules of Civil Procedure. Speaking of Arizona, Rule 26.1, the disclosure statement. So this is ARCP. That's Arizona Rules of Civil Procedure. These are the rules you follow, litigants, when you are involved in a lawsuit in the state of Arizona. These are the things that you need to be aware of. We have started a litigation warrior series for those people that want some general legal information, some basic overview, some basic help, some basic things to think about when you're involved in a lawsuit, either as a plaintiff or a defendant in Arizona. And this in particular is an interesting requirement because I practice law in California and Arizona. We're business and real estate litigation firm. And, you know, this rule isn't in California, so I find it kind of interesting And as I pointed out in my YouTube Real Estate TV, Attorney Steve's Real Estate TV, uh, in a a video I did is, you know, this is something you'll find in federal court, what we call these early disclosures, and you'll also find it here in Arizona. But you won't find it in California if you're litigating in superior court in a California lawsuit, business or real estate dispute, you won't find these early disclosure requirements. So so Arizona's kind of unique in that. Now, why do we have this early disclosure requirement? Well, it's to get the parties to disclose things that are going on in their case, flip their cards over, tell the other party, this is what I have, this is this is what our claims are based on, this is what my lawsuit's based on, this is what my defenses are based on. In fact, in law, and here's my witnesses, and here's my damages. So it's a real basic type of disclosure that's designed to get the parties to to know what the other party has and maybe consider a settlement so we don't have to clog the courts up, okay? So that's that's the purpose of it, and to disclose to the other side so there's no trial by ambush so they know what's going on when you get into court, okay? So basically, the disclosure rule requires nine things, nine things, okay? Let's go over those. One, what the factual basis of your claims and defenses, the factual basis of your claims and defenses, okay? That means you need to explain what you have, what your deal is, okay? So you need, if it's, you, you, that's where you basically lay down what your facts are, okay? Very simple. Two, the legal basis for your claims and defenses. And when I say claims, that's usually the plaintiff. When I say defenses, that's usually the the defendant. Uh, Three, a list of witnesses and their expected testimony. A list of witnesses and their expected testimony. Okay, so that's number three. Who are you going to have? Who's going to be in your case? Who are you going to call to the stand? Name, address, phone number, contact information, email address, fax all those kinds of things, and what they're going to testify about. It doesn't have to be 100% down to the T, but in general, what their expected testimony is. Number four, a list of persons with pertinent information about claims and defenses. Pertinent information about claims and defenses. 
that means not necessarily people you would call as a witness, but people that you think have some pertinent information. Same thing. Divulge their contact information. Name, address, phone number. Say who they are, where they're at, that sort of thing. Okay? Number five, Arizona Rule 26.1 disclosures. Contact information for people who have given statements. Has anybody given a statement in your case? Think about it. Were there any statements made by anyone? Any written statements? Um, if so, put down who's, who's made the statements and where, where those statements can be found. Where, who's the custodian of this? Okay, number five, disclosing the statement. Six, um, contact information and expected testimony for all expert witnesses you expect to call. Expert witness disclosure, okay? So if you have an expert, you've retained an expert, you're getting ready, you're, he's, he or she's reviewing your case, you need to disclose your contact information for your ex expected and your expected testimony for your expert witnesses, okay? You need to get that out on the table. Number six. Number seven, damages. You're claiming damages for your, for your, your complaint, your counter-complaint, whatever. Itemize your damages. Compute your damages. And set forth any witnesses that will support your damage claims, okay? So you need to show the other side. Here's my damages. Here's my witnesses for that. And that may help out because the parties are talking and, you know, you may say, you know, I didn't know, I didn't know that's how you were breaking down your damages. Yeah, I think you can get A, B, and C, but I don't think you can get D. Um, that's, not, that's not within uh, the requirements, the, the, uh, what the law would allow. So you may be able to eliminate an item of damage and settle the case with some discussion. So that's the purpose, laying out your cards, letting the attorneys talk it over or letting the, the litigants talk it over, okay? So this document can help do that. Um, eight, the existence of location of pertinent documents you expect to use, okay? So basically, eight and nine are similar. It's listing for, setting forth the documents you plan to use, the documents that support your claims and defenses, where they are, you know, what their bait stamp numbers are, the dates of the documents, those kinds of things. So. So as you can see, if you comply under Rule 26 with numbers 1 through 9, the, the, the top nine things I've just mentioned here, you should, you should be good with, with uh, this, your disclosure requirements, okay? And again, you're going to keep in mind that you're going to verify these pleadings. Verification means it's under oath, saying I, I attest to the accuracy of this. And so you're going to want to get in and do that, okay? So at any rate, lots of, lots of road noise here. Like I said, I was coming to you live. I'm right on the road now. So, but, uh, yeah, so these are your top nine under Rule 26, Arizona Rules of Civil Procedure. Attorney Steve helping you out here. If you need more information, if you want to get into our Litigation Warrior series, go to YouTube, type in Attorney Steve Law, we have our video, what we call our real estate TV, and we will have litigation warrior videos there for you to watch. If you don't like to listen to all this and you want to see me in action uh, live, sometimes it's a little bit easier to watch a video, go to YouTube, Attorney Steve Law, and, or go to our website, bondranlaw.com. That's bondranlaw.com. Need help, information, give us a call, 877-276-5084. That's 877-276-5084. As I mentioned at the outset, we're a business and real estate intellectual property litigation firm. We can help you with your business and real estate disputes. And as always, 
we can step in on cases, we can file cases, defend cases, and engage in arbitration where arbitration is, becomes an issue. All right, very good. Happy Friday. Go forth and conquer. Make the best of the day. And just remember, Attorney Steve here is here to help if you need it. Okay, thank you all. Have a great day. We'll see you again.